You're listening to Trash on the Tube. Why won't they stop us? One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Do you, do you want me to tell you what happened to me? Oh, yeah, you mentioned that you had a story that you wanted to say for the show. I didn't know if you meant this one or the, uh, the uh, regular let me, podcast. Let me save it for the other one. All right, well, that, that's a nice teaser, I guess. Ooh. Oh, I hope it's so anticlimactic and it's not a good story at all. It probably is not a good story. It's oh, just, well, then it, great. I'm glad I'm waiting for well, it. <laughs> it does have to do with my body. Well, uh, <laughs> so it's a short story. So hello and welcome again to Trash on the Tube, where we watch bad TV because it's genital. There you go. Yeah, see, I wrote that line down. I, I, I t- that's you the, told me. That's the first time I told you to write one down. Like, I know. That's that? why I didn't get a laugh. Uh, I'm <laughs> Eric Samaniego, and with me as always is the Paul Flaherty to my Michael Short, Mr. Uh, Red Sulek. Hello. Those are two siblings of uh, more well-known people. Now, <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I don't... I, have I seen Michael Short in anything before? Like, has he ever performed? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, I know I, he's uh, worked behind the scenes on some stuff. And Paul yeah. Flaherty, brother of Joe Flaherty from SCTV, he was a writer, director on SCTV. He's directed and written a bunch of stuff over the years. He's the... um. What what is the end that you would know him? Uh, 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 Paul? Joe. Joe. Yeah. Oh, Joe is uh, from well, on SCTV. He's Count Floyd. The oh oh oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. and he's the dad in uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yes, yes, that's right. The, a sweet, adorable dad with the short, redheaded mother. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that guy. Yeah. No, he's great. Uh, you know, it's funny. A lot of those SCTV guys, they were always like. Almost. When I was growing up, they were like. Be comedians because they weren't Saturday Night Live people, right? Right. Who were the A team? But I always but, thought they were like the A's. Well, I mean, watching the show because uh, they had time to actually rehearse and film and everything, and it wasn't done live. It's yeah. like some of it's a lot more polished than what you see on SNL of that era. Yeah, and I think I tend to appreciate the the comedians on SCTV in like in the long run more than some of the SNL people. Well, because we're uh, stuck up. Well. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to look for the word, but uh, yeah. So what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, so we're talking about the Martin Short Show. No, not his failed uh, talk show. His failed sitcom, which is a hybrid. One of, one of his many failed shows. Yeah. You know, for a guy that's that talented, he has a lot of uh, his resume is things that people don't remember or were canceled or low rated. Or bad. Like, well, we, he's always good in stuff. He, he's always great. He's always the best thing in something, even if it's terrible. Yeah, like any of movies that he was trying to star in. Like it's just Pure like, Luck is a bad movie, but he's hysterical in it. And, and like he's great in Inner Space, which is... I think that's a good movie. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then Clifford, I mean... 
Now I think that's a legitimately kind of good movie. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Because uh, having Charles Roden in it and uh, Marion Steenberg. Bergen? Yeah, Bergen? you almost got that, yeah. Mary Steenberg. It sounded like you said Marine Steenbergen. <laughs> Marine Steenbergen. Mary Steenbergen. Mary. Who, you know, is married to Ted Danson, but I didn't know until recently. Used to be married to Malcolm McDowell. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah. Is very Isn't that strange. Weird? Uh, yeah. Well, I can't imagine Malcolm McDowell like Dow being like a good Mac- person. We can't talk tonight. Uh, a, I haven't even had a drink. <laughs> I, Maybe yeah. that's why I can't talk. <laughs> he. <laughs> uh. I, I don't know, uh, like, he's that type of person where it's like, how are you, yeah, just normal person? Are you not just always fucking intense? Right, like, I couldn't see him at CVS. Yeah. I mean, he'd be buying shears to stab somebody in the throat. <laughs> I think we were talking about that, how it seems like for even for how nutty Willem Dafoe it usually is, like, mm. I bet he's, like, the coolest and just, like, no big deal and kind of funny guy. Even Maybe. Even he's plays the most intense characters of all time. Yeah, like, I can't think of a character I've ever seen him play. We're, we're really, really off topic here. Uh, uh, Florida Project is the only time he's been normal. Which I never saw. I heard I he was good. I never either. Oh, well. <laughs> glad you uh, mentioned it. I'm glad we spent time watching another failed TV show instead of watching something that's supposed to be very good. Yeah, but I mean, who's talking about the Martin Short show? We're on the cutting edge. <laughs> Because I don't, I didn't know this existed until recently. Until you just told me about it, and I, again, I was like, I, I guess so, because he's had so many failed shows or just like things that he did on TV and back in the nineties. Specials, and- yeah, and it's like I, okay, and but when you told me the premise, I was like, because we are also huge fans of Martin Short. Oh yeah, we we've both seen him live on stage. He we've hugged him. He was very sweaty and yeah. very small, oh, so tiny. Like you know, he's short. But yeah. then you see him in person, and it's that moment. It's the opposite I usually have when I see a celebrity. It's like, oh, you look bigger in he, person. Right, right. He looks smaller in person. He does look smaller in person. Yeah. I uh, I, I remember like standing next to him. We we had that great photo of him, and I felt like, it was like I could just pick you up like a little baby and run away with him. <laughs> you're with me now. Yeah. You're going to sleep. I feel like Sloth and uh, Chung is like, you're going to stay with me now. Yeah. <laughs> Except in this scenario. I'm I, sloth. You're sloth and chump. <laughs> and Martin Short is Martin Short. <laughs> uh, well, so, yeah, so 1994. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we watched it. Uh, so 13 episodes were produced. Only three aired and only two are available online. We found them on YouTube. Uh, now, I, there's no information on this show anywhere. I looked yeah, was, everywhere I could find or yeah. think to look. Uh, I assume it was canceled because it was low rated. Uh, and the, it was weird, though, that they only aired three and it was canceled. It, like, it must have been so low rated that they thought there's no chance. They didn't even burn off the episodes during the summer reruns. Well, wasn't, uh, was it the Desmond one? Like, they only aired a few episodes. They're like, uh. Yeah, but I mean, that had one more episode aired than this show. That had four air. Mm. And, and I, yeah, I don't know. And especially because the star power in the first two episodes. Right. Because Martin Short has got a lot of famous friends, so... First episode has a uh, cameo by Sally Field. Second one, Steve Martin is the guest star throughout the episode, which I guess we haven't specified. So the sitcom itself is a hybrid variety show sitcom. So what it seems like the structure would have continued to be, it opens with the variety show. He does a monologue in front of an audience. And then we get two sketches. And then the back half of the episode is him at home with his family. Yeah. Now his wife is played by Jan Hooks. Who's so good. Well, and she also plays 
so his wife is also on the variety show. So she gets to do characters and stuff. She gets to do what Jan Hooks does best. Yeah, yeah. Andrea Martin is a supporting cast member on the variety show. She's brilliant as always. And then in uh, the second episode, so uh, it was directed by Eugene Levy, who directed a handful of episodes, I guess. Yeah. He actually appears in one of the sketches. And uh, so it seems like what we were watching, I was more engaged with the sketch aspect. Like, I liked the concept as a whole. Yeah. The, but the sketch stuff was more interesting to me than him playing, you know, father Dad, knows best. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I think that it still did a good balance between the two as much as it could. I mean, I, I would have loved to have seen the rest of the season. I, also, this might be the first show that we did. We're like, I think we kind of liked this. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's the thing is like. It could have evolved into getting a better rhythm into balancing out what's happening at home, what's on the show, like yeah. the Dick Van Dyke show did. Right. But uh, two episodes, the first two, is not the best barometer for what no. could have happened. And the I'm surprised it hasn't come out streaming or anything, because Martin Short is a commodity. I guess so, but maybe that journalist was right. Uh, <laughs> fuck that <laughs> clickbait piece of shit. Uh, there's a famous article that came out, I guess, to only, you know, dumb nerds uh, who right. love Martin Short, but also... Was it I guess, Vulture, maybe? I, I don't know who it was, um, but said that uh, Martin Short... Like, is Martin Short good? I don't think so. And, and everybody came to his defense on Twitter and the internet. And yeah, and he tried to come up with some bullshit argument that, you know... It's funny, though, when you you look at Martin Short's career objectively, like he has more, I guess, in a way, misses than hits. Yeah. If, if we're looking at like what did the audience at the time respond to? Yeah. But all of his hits, though, that he does have are just like iconic, like either characters or he's in movies that are. He's also an iconic character in, like, you know, Father of the Bride or something like yeah. that. So, like, it, you always remember him mm -hmm. when it's a hit. And you're like, yeah, that's... And also, he is genuinely hysterical and an incredible performer. And, mm -hmm. like, I also think about his, like, other big hits is always on, like, uh, Late Night of just, like, being a guest. Oh, right. He's a great guest on a oh, talk he's show. He's the fucking best. I, I will... You and I have done this many times where we watched just him on David Letterman. And the the funniest bit in the world is, like, when the interview is about to go, you know, end. And then David's always like... So, Marty, do you have, like, a song for us by chance in the hall? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no, Dave, not this time. Like, are, are you sure? I was like, well, and then he already has the microphone right there, ready right. to go. And we're like, it, and it fills me with so much joy. And it's just, and he always has some song that he wrote for that. Like, how, it, well, I think it, he, Mar uh, Mark Shaman, who yeah. has a cameo in this episode, writes a lot of that material for Right. Him. So, it's so good. Anyway. Well, and what we were talking about off mic earlier uh, about how he's, not really, I mean, he's the lead in some films, but the more memorable stuff is when he's supporting. And I think maybe he appeals to a wider audience as seasoning rather than the main course. Right. Because yeah. like you mentioned, Father of the Bride, and that is something people always bring up is that character. He's probably, I mean, I haven't seen the, either movie in years, but he's probably not in it very much. Yeah, that's why when people think it's like, oh, I loved him in that. It's like, he's only in it for like, what, five minutes, but maybe? But he left an impression because the character is right. very strong. So, uh, yeah. So I wonder if that's, and not that I at all agree with the person who wrote the article, but I wonder if maybe, generally speaking, most people find him better in smaller doses. Sure. And um, and I also love him, like we like with Jiminy Glick, like playing just a, such an outlandish character. Oh, yeah. And um, But anyway, we should explain the first episode, I guess. Okay, yeah, so the first episode... It uh, opens with him doing the monologue on The Late Show, and then he introduces Jan Hooks and 
uh, Andrea Martin. Yeah, and we we also spoke uh, off mic because we are we get a little nervous when we have to watch something that involves someone we really do care about mm-hmm. and love, and so right. we're like, man, I really hope this is not like it bombs. Excruciating. Or yeah, because yeah, that would be devastating. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. Um, and case in point, like in the first like two minutes, he does this. Um, when he's like about, he's about to introduce his wife and, uh, Andrea Martin, mm-hmm. he says like, you know, I, I started off, uh, on TV years and years ago oh, yeah. and my first, uh, on, uh, on a television appearance, I, I was a little heavier. Uh, it's like, I think we have a clip and I, it, this, <laughs> this character he's doing, he's in front of like a, it's like uh, Johnny Carson. He's uh-huh. like in front of a, a curtain and I don't even know how to describe He looks, I said he looks like the little girl, that little uh, meme where it's that little tiny girl that does karaoke all the time and she like whips forward and brushes her hair back. Yeah. It looks just like that. He has this big paunchy face. It's basically Jiminy Glick fat face. Yeah. And paunch and this the, is the hair. terrible hair. Well, and so that hair, yeah. he really had. So, because he's, oh. he's singing a song very nervously. So, the first time he was ever on Canadian television, that video exists and I've seen it. So, he's wearing a similar outfit. He's very thin because Marty has always been thin. You know, my good friend Marty. Oh, yeah, Marty. I know. Uh, yeah. That's how I refer to Jim Henson as Jim, and I assume people will know I'm talking. Well, but, you know, Frankie, he's uh, always told me you know. that when he worked with Marty. You, Frankie, uh, you mean the, the camera operator from Sesame Street? Frankie, uh, beyond him. Anyway, uh, that's for literally nobody in the crowd. Um, <laughs> No, so uh, Martin Short, his first appearance, he is a little nervous, and it's a straight singing performance. He's singing a love song. He's wearing a very similar outfit, and his hair is exactly like that. The that, stringy 70s. Oh, my God. Which is funny. That's like, oh, I want to do that, but let me, let's me let make me fat. <laughs> and as soon as he appears on camera, that's the thing is, all the crazy makeup he's in throughout the show yeah. is what I'm going to walk away remembering. Oh, yeah. In the sketches, the characters he's playing are just as funny as what he was doing at SNL and SCTV. Oh, yeah. But a- anything beyond that. Like, he, he is so fucking funny in makeup. And he just, he makes it a part of the characters, like, so well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, yeah, and, like, him playing that little, like, dopey version of himself, he's like, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. And so we were just like, oh, my God, th- I think this is going to be okay. And, and actually, it's going to be more of, a, like, a tragic story because... They canceled this too early. Yeah. Um, and that there's some of this locked away in a vault that nobody's ever going to see, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and so he introduces uh, his wife and uh, Andrea Martin. And uh, what was the first? Oh, the first sketch was the. It was a takeoff on that movie, Dave. Yeah. And because Dave came out in 93. So it made sense. It's like, it's kind of like, n- not word for word, but it was like, oh, this is extremely similar. Which is weird to do a parody of a comedy movie. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it. It's just it feels a little lazy. It's a little lazy, but it it was just an excuse to get Ed Grimley to be president. Right. So if you don't remember the premise of the movie, Dave, which if you're listening to this, so why wouldn't you? (laughs) Uh, Kevin Klein is a man that looks it's sort of a prince in the pauper kind of thing where it's a guy that looks just like the president. And he's meant to what appears some at some events as the president. Yeah. And then the president dies has a heart attack Uh and and then then they're like hey and you know dave is kind of a rubish character and he's a got a good heart and he takes over he runs like a fun rate like a a non-profit or something like that something like that and sigourney weaver's the first lady so they do that but it's ed grimley is the (laughs) look-alike to the president who looks just like ed grimley but talks like a normal person yeah he has the hair yeah and and he's just a dick and uh and so (laughs) 
uh, they like they meet at Grimley in the Oval Office, and he's like, "You're gonna go to this uh, presidential ball while I go ball my ass- assistant." Or right, something. and then dies of a heart attack, and they, you know, he winds up, uh, oh, you know, answering, and it's very jokey. He's at a press conference and answering questions, and oh, well, uh, what do you, how do you feel, how do you feel about quotas? Like, oh, well, the semicolons are better, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just. <laughs> Finally okay. got that. Yeah, it's a thinker. <laughs> and it's then, like, oh, what are you? Uh, are you excited to go to Camp David? Like, oh yeah, I must say the the, the swimming and the hiking. It's I love be, camp. I love camp. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, he's confronted by his wife, the first lady, who at this point in the sketch doesn't realize it's not her husband, and it turns out it's Academy Award winner Sally Field, which feels like one of those like pulling the string because it's like, all right, well. I have a, a show coming out. It would be great if you could do this as a favor. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And then there's a joke because she catches him in the shower and he's turned around and she's yelling at him like, why don't you face me when we're talking? And he goes, oh, okay. And he turns around and she looks down his crotch and screams. And then he looks down his crotch and screams. <laughs> and then it says, from the director of The Crying Game. <laughs> which is a famous crotch movie. Google it. Uh, it's a pretty good sketch. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. For, I mean, for, for laziness. For, yeah, for, for sure. And then the second sketch is a Sally Jesse Raphael oh parody, which is really funny. Man, I see. I, I uh, again, I, I like that it does have the, the behind the scenes stuff and some of the home stuff. I like it more in the second episode because at least they, they that's integral into what happens with Steve Martin's character. But like uh, the, the sketches are really funny and solid like and this one is is so weird and oh yeah and really spot on too for those kinds of talk shows yes yeah it's one of those where like uh, a guy he's married and then he has an affair with her sister yeah but the sisters are steve or martin short and uh andrea martin in these horrendous (laughs) outfits and makeup and the way that martin short is talking is really funny (laughs) Like, I feel like this probably isn't that interesting to listen to because no, we I know. can't recreate it. It's just like, this was really funny. Yeah, they almost have like a, like a Midwestern uh, like lilts to their voices. Uh, I couldn't figure out what the accent was supposed to be, but it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. It's just uh, Martin Short is just like madly still in love with her husband. And then Andrea Martin just like, I was like, oh, that's, wait, what does she say? It's like, that's a big, bold-faced oh, no, that's, lie. That's a stinking lie. That's a stinking lie. And the lie. thing is, the way she says it, I don't know if Andrea Martin says that in something else, but oh, yeah. my mom used to say that. And I, and, I, and I was trying to think, did we happen to watch the three episodes that aired when we were kids and that became an inside Should joke at my call parents? Should we mother right now no. and ask her? No, I, it's 10 o'clock. I'm not going to do that. Oh, come on. No, she, I... I Oh, that she, you don't know she's open awake. That up. I know she's awake. I just don't want to. <coughs> She'll be like, am I on the radio? That's not my mother. That's your mother. <laughs> and unless we have a Ouija board, we're not getting her on the phone. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, that's a great sketch. And then we see a little bit uh, behind the scenes where they're in the dressing room. Oh, Bill Murray's brother is the uh, Brian Doyle. Brian Doyle is mm-hmm. the uh, the makeup artist, which in 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 and of itself is a joke that he's uh, you know the gruff kind of butcher kind of one, the guy that yeah would work at a butcher shop yeah. or something. And but he's talking about all these stories about oh you know who's got great skin, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, and uh, and they also have uh, kids uh, that are just kind of running around in the, the background. Blandest, most uninteresting, and, and maybe they would have been given more to do later, but like. 
I could not care about ever him interacting with the kids. And also, Martin Short, the character of Martin Short in the show, is, I think, the weakest character. Because he's supposed yeah. to be the star, but I feel like he is has no personality or anything when he's playing Martin Short. Yes. Which maybe they figured out later. M- maybe, yeah. And, and I, I would agree with that. Like it, That's... That's a really interesting point because it, it feels like, oh, I think he's trying to, like, act uh, a but little like, bit. But, yeah, be the sort of the straight man in the center, and that doesn't feel like where Steve Martin should be. Well, not Steve Martin. Or Martin Short, which actually in one of the bloopers, uh, yeah. so I'm not alone. Yeah. Uh, so the the two kids, though, they're uh, they're in the behind the scenes, and they're walking around, but they also catch this dog, this little white dog. And, um, and they're like, oh, well, this dog probably belongs to somebody. Um we got to return it mm-hmm. because I had a tag and I had a phone number. I was like, it, it belongs to Liz. And she's like, Hmm. And they're like, wait a minute. Do you, Oh, it's, it's a, it's a, the last name. It's who Liz, Liz Taylor was married to at the time, the construction worker guy. It's the oh. last name. And like, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that Liz Taylor's married name now? And oh, then they yeah. call the number. And of course, oh. Elizabeth Taylor is played by Martin short in prosthetic makeup and a bouffant hair and, and clothes. And, Right, you had an interesting experience watching that part. Uh, it was haunting, to say the least, because uh, Martin Short's Liz Taylor looked uncannily similar to my mom in the 80s. It was striking. I need to show you a picture. It is. It was very intense to watch. And You the way, the, started crying. It was <laughs> uh, It was a lot. Just just even the way that she was speaking, I was like, oh, God. Uh, it, like, so weird. It, it was very strange. And, uh, and I need to text my sister about it. It's like, Watch this clip and tell me the first thing you think of. Like, that's fucking my mom. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was very strange. But his Liz Taylor was really funny because she's just out to lunch. Uh, she's crazy and uh, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm ordering Domino's. Yeah. Get like, the coupons. He doesn't even sound like Elizabeth Taylor, but he no. doesn't need to. No. Uh, so their plan is to return the dog. But the daughter... Uh, they were playing around like with walkie talkies or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And they left a microphone on the tag for some reason. Yeah. So they could listen to where the dog is if they lost him. Yeah. And so the rest of the episode, that's where, you know, it kind of drags a little yeah. bit where it's now it's all at home with the shorts and they're going to have a party, a dinner party that night. And they, they, uh, they find out from the kids that there is a microphone and they're like, Oh shit. Uh, like, wait, so we can listen to Liz Taylor at home. Like, I guess we could. So they, like they eavesdrop a little bit and then the Jan hooks becomes a little obsessed with it. And right. uh, Martin Shore's like, no, 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 we can't do that. And, right. uh, so it, <laughs> and they have the party, everybody comes over and then they find out that they have a, a link to listen to Liz Taylor at home and they all start listening to it. And when that's happening and it, Mark Shaman is one of the guests. Yeah. Uh, when that's happening, Liz Taylor notices the microphone and she says, those shorts, I'll get them. And so then Martin Short goes over to Liz Taylor's with a cake. Yeah. To try to smooth it over. And everything's fine. And she gives them a dog. And of course, it's you, you call the joke like, well, I'm, I'm a hack. So uh, <laughs> I know how that goes. But yeah, they, they, of course, gave him a dog, and it turns out they have a mic on it, and then they're listening to it. Yeah. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah. Like, um, I, I do feel like, and I know I said this, but yeah, the sketch stuff, I wish we could at least see more of the sketch stuff that's yeah. in the vault, because I'd be way more interested to see that than any of the family stuff. Uh, unless, like, um, 
that it, unless like if the guest star or if just the home stuff was stronger, like there's something really important of like why we would go back to the shorts house because mm-hmm. the next episode steve martin is the guest star and so he's there throughout yeah and that does make sense to have mm. the home stuff yeah, because yeah. of what he's trying to do right so steve martin he often plays on the persona of like a pompous showbiz person mm-hmm. and so he's doing that you know times 10 in this he's the lecherous creep who is making the moves on martin short's wife right now uh, it shows them meeting on the set of Three Amigos, where Steve Martin is just treating him like shit. <laughs> and, and that's pretty funny, because also it's interesting that they, they even show at the beginning they're watching Three Amigos as a family, Martin Short and everybody. Yeah. Because the movie was a bomb, right? and it didn't really get you know uh, cult the cult status it, until yeah. much later. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that we spend a lot of time on this movie that most of America probably didn't see at the time. I guess. I mean, but they would still know him, like Steve right, Martin right. at least. But they're in the costumes and everything. Like, oh yeah, yeah. like they're on set, and and it also looked like that Steve Martin was wearing a fake nose for some reason. Uh, I, oh, I don't know. I didn't I, notice I just, that. God, I don't know. But uh, yeah, just treat him like shit, and uh, and telling him it was like, so when you're in a scene with me, you are small. Don't you know? Don't let me go. Let me shine. It's like okay. What in, in scenes with Chevy? I I act big, and he's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, what are the sketches in this one? Now, I remember the Half Jeopardy Wits. thing, Halfwits. Yeah. So, uh, but wait, was that it though? I think that I think was the was only. A, bit. Was it the only sketch? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, that I, was long too. Yeah, it was a monologue and then a sketch. So we we have Martin Short introducing Steve Martin backstage, and then he runs off to do the uh, monologue. Oh, that's right. And, yeah, he, yeah. and I kind of tuned out during the monologue. He was telling a story about how Steve Martin saved his life. Oh, yeah. It wasn't funny, and I wasn't sure if it's like, he keeps saying this is true. Is this true true, or is this true for the show? Well, I think uh, it was something about him drowning, and and uh, Steve Martin saved him. Which could have happened. I mean, you know. But um, so the the sketch, though, is the halfwits, where it's basically Jeopardy. And now watching it, I was like, I wonder if the celebrity Jeopardy from SNL, like, stole a lot of the idea from it. I mean, it's not the most, like... Yeah, because, I mean, it's, the Celebrity Jeopardy was notorious for having, you know, l- silly answers. For, because Right. You know. And this is, it's uh, Eugene Levy uh, as Alex Trebell. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Martin Short reprising his half-wit role from SCTV. Uh, well, so, oh, no. he might have been on SCTV, but I know for sure he was in that SNL sketch with Harry Shearer, where they're synchronized uh, dancers. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and then they're in a pool, not swimming, but just sort of dancing. <laughs> and so Martin Short has got like a big forehead yeah. and fucked up teeth and splotchy skin. And mm-hmm. it is one of those, like, it is, the sketch was very funny and I did like it. But also now, looking at it through the lens of the 21st century, it feels sometimes the way that they're saying certain things, like, oh, they're kind of making fun of. Oh, like it, developmentally disabled. G- g- sure, I, I I thought. Like, I mean, that's not my, really what the, the yeah, intent is. Yeah, my take is. was just like they were just idiots. Right, right, right. But I, I feel like awful person. No, but I feel like that kind of thing wouldn't really fly. No, I guess anymore. not now. Like yeah. you can't. It's funny how uh, you can't play fucking stupid people anymore on TV. Well, because they're uh, they're on TV, but they're in charge. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> what about those clowns in Congress? <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunate because the sketch is really funny. And oh yeah, Steve Martin's uh, he kind of repri- reprises his role from Dirty Rotten Scoundrel. He, he's doing the same voice as a uh, oh Rubric. They yeah. go to the bathroom. He's talking like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jan Hooks, her character that she does with the glasses and that wig is hysterical. Yeah, she's like, Eugene Levy is like going down the line, like introducing all of them and goes up to Jan Hooks. She's like looking behind the, the podium and uh-huh. he's like, and uh, Jan's like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, that, it's that sketch is comedy all stars. Yeah, it's fucking great. And uh, and then when they finally have to do the, the questions, it's just, uh, that's the, the joke at the very beginning is like, and this is the the second uh, our uh, second year in a row where no one's uh, guessed the right answer to any question. Right. So let's hope for a change this time. Again, celebrity Jeffery. Um. So, uh, yeah, all the questions are really funny. Uh, it's really easy. Like uh, foods that start with P. And this fluffy treat you eat at a movie. And <laughs> Martin Short goes lint. <laughs> You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. It's very funny. And then they do this lightning round where it's like things you find in the refrigerator. And uh, I forget. What oh, it... Steve Martin says mulch. <laughs> and then immediately after that, Martin Short goes, did anybody already say mulch? <laughs> and again, I don't know how interesting this is going to be to listen to. I know. We're, just, I know. we're recounting jokes you have no context for. Yeah, we'll, we'll post the episodes. But like you should. It's it's all very solid. Again, all the quick. sketch. It, all the yeah. It, all the sketch stuff is really well written. It's really good jokes. And they're all like great comedic actors. And. Mm. Then, because Steve Martin is such a horn dog, he wants to fuck Jan Hook so badly. Uh, they was like, "Oh, my my hotel is uh, fucking things up, so I got to figure it out." And then Martin Short, who's not who's oblivious to the whole like horniness, uh, he's like, "Oh well, he's my best friend. Like we should invite him to stay at our house." And and Jan Hook's like, "Oh sure, right." And oh, and uh, Steve Martin presents him with a painting uh, of, him, <laughs> of of Martin Short as a clown. That's terrible. Yeah. Which we would pay play. so much money to find this. Oh, yes. It's got to be out there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so he stays over, and it's like, uh, again, like if you've ever seen Steve Martin and Martin Short do the the friendly jabs to one another, right. it's like, wow, you have such a great house. Not my style, but... Uh, right, and then uh, Martin Short's like, or Steve Martin, where are you going to hang up my painting? And Martin Short says, well, this house has so much closet space. And it's a little like, like hey, 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 hey. oh, even Steve Martin is like, oh, don't we ever get tired of that? Uh. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and there is a funny moment between the two of them when Steve Martin is introduced when he walks into the uh, dressing room with Martin Short, where they're already having a conversation, and uh, Steve Mar- or Martin Short says, yeah, yeah, you're right, that Jim Carrey is really funny, and then they both hold hands and look at each other and look up at the sky like. Ugh. <laughs> Which is funny because he was it's, a new kid on the block at the time, and it's fucking solid. Uh, and so, but yeah, uh, now we're back at the house. Yeah, and uh, Steve, uh, Martin Short goes upstairs to uh, put his son to bed. Yeah. Oh, we have a cameo by Edie McClurg. Of, oh uh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, she's in it for a second, and that was weird because she's, she's like the babysitter. Well known. Yeah, she's the babysitter, and she's oh uh, oh Jan Hooks asked her well, how are the kids? He goes who? <laughs> and like you know the kids they go oh yeah the, the little one ate a whole pound cake so he's having trouble sleeping okay bye there are a lot of characters like jesus did we write this like it i i'm starting to realize there was like man we are hacky when it comes to jokes. we could have written a 90s sitcom that got canceled <laughs> uh so uh it's it's obvious uh because when martin short's reading a bedtime story to his son steve martin is like coming in 
every like couple of seconds like hey marty do you have any cologne uh he's like uh no i don't really wear cologne I'm like oh, okay sorry bye and he comes back and he says hey do you have any like breath mints or anything like that at all he's like no i have mouthwash no i got that it's okay and then he comes in for okay, and you uh, do you have a, and it's a very specific product name it, it leaves the hair with the sheen but it's not too um flashy and uh <laughs> no no i know for sure i don't have that and then he goes like what about you little one you got one <laughs> no and then he leaves and uh now, Jan Hooks had cornered Martin Short and said, I think he's coming on to me. And Martin Short dismisses it. He's a comedian. He's doing a bit. Yeah. Uh, he, and she's like, well, he's running it into the ground. He goes, well, have you seen his work? <laughs> yeah. Great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, uh, you know, Martin Short is in there with his son. And his son is like, he seems like he's trying to go on a date. And then they hear piano playing. And Jan Hooks is making sandwiches in the kitchen. And it's Steve Martin sitting at the piano singing uh, some made-up love song. Yeah, yeah. It's really just like, I love you, I love you. And th- what's really funny is he's playing the piano, and then as she comes out and sees him, he gets up and presses a tape recorder that then continues playing the song so he can get up and dance. <laughs> and that part's funny. It's great. And he's like coming on to her like Pepe Le Pew, and, uh, and she's just like, oh, please, no. And Martin Short does come downstairs, like, overhear what's going on in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And uh, he accidentally uh, destroys the clown painting. Right. And uh, he has to, like, put his face in Classic I thought there sitcom. Was, I thought there was going to be more with that. Me too, yeah. Yeah, but it was just immediate, like, uh, Steve Martin and Jan Hooks comes out uh, where they're right next to the painting with Martin Short's face through it. Uh-huh. And then finally, it's just like, what are you doing? Uh, like, he's like, oh, was like. Sorry, I have a problem. And the way that Steve Martin goes about the rest of the scene is so funny. He's like, I'm terrible. I'm so bad. And he's like sitting down and they're like, no, it's okay. Oh, really? But and he starts yeah, it's like, like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, he's just immediately coming on her. It's like, it's like he's playing Eric Samaniego or something like that. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. I mean, I just had to say that. I know. Because you know, it's true. You saw and you were right. like, that is. That's so cool. I, that's, yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. He, and he says, you know, I have this thing where if I can't have something, I really want it. And it's just a psychological like Eric thing. Diego, no, yeah. no. I always get it. <laughs> well, not always. <sighs> God help us. Yeah. This isn't uh, 2008. <laughs> You're so 2008. Yeah. Me and Obama won that year. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, and so, yeah, he, he's finally pushed out of the house and he keeps trying to come back onto her and stuff. And then fast forward two weeks later, they're watching Casey Kasem and his wife, Jean Kasem. Is that his actual wife? Yes. Yeah, she's in Ghostbusters. She's the no the fucking woman wait. That, that's who she is. Yeah. And she's in Cheers, too. She is. So, uh, real Perlman's ex-husband, played by Dan Hedaya, his yeah. current wife on the show is her, and they got a spinoff uh, that, that was canceled after a few episodes. Oh, we need to do that on the show. Yeah, it's out there somewhere, and I think it's the only cheer spinoff that got canceled. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Wait, what else besides Frasier? Uh, Wings is technically in the Cheers universe, because Cheers characters appear on it. It's the same creative team. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um... So it's, yeah, Casey Kasem and Doing an Gene. infomercial, like a self-help thing. And a, they've got Steve Martin's face blurred out, but Gene keeps <laughs> identifying him by, you loved him in Roxanne and da-da-da, you know. <laughs> and uh, it's like, and it goes to him and he's like, I, I recently was in a situation where I was uh, um, coming on to uh, my good friend's uh, wife. The shorts is like, uh-huh. And yeah. uh, and and it, it cuts to Casey Kasem like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's uh, just sort of shrugging looking at the camera. It's, it's funny. <laughs> And the whole bit back and forth between Gene and um, uh, Steve Martin is really funny. Yeah, because Martin Sh- or Steve Martin, as he's talking, 
he starts to put his uh, it's finger like, on his you see his hand enter the frame <laughs> and he very delicately puts his index finger on her knee and sort of daintily touches it yeah and like they they play with the physical comedy and just like the knowing where the camera is so well I mean, in they're the two show. masters yeah yeah so it ends and of course like Martin Short and uh and Jan Hooks are just like Well they're or, like, Oh, or, we should give him a call. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you see the hand thing going on. Right. And then that that was it. And that was the it. third episode I think has George Went and Joanne Worley in it, but it's not available anywhere. No. Um Well also we found uh, just by happenstance, Martin Short did a uh like a how to guide to keep your kids safe at home. Yeah, like uh, a, I think it's like serious. Oh yeah, like a PSA, but a, an hour long video where he sort of hosts it, but it cuts away to like doctors and other people. Like you know, you can get a severe burn if you yeah. do this. Yeah, so we're gonna post that too because you got nothing better to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking losers. So uh, we'll move on to recycling, where we take elements of the show turned into something better. And I'm gonna say out of the gate, the only like, I mean, it's a complaint that I had earlier, yeah. like. Either cut the family stuff significantly or make it more interesting. Like, create yeah. more conflict. Like, the Steve Martin thing was fun. But, like, the episode before that, even though seeing him and Liz Taylor was fun, like, that could have been a scene instead of dragging it out to two yeah. two different scenes. Because here's maybe the other problem with the show um, is that they are uh, trying to have their cake and eat it, too. And what I mean by that is that it seems like they're trying to do a legitimate sitcom where it's about someone who has their own variety show and also has a family life, mm -hmm. but they're interspersing other characters that are interacting with these uh, real people that Martin Short's playing. So yeah. it's the tone and the balance is a little off, even though it's like, it's fine. We get it. But I think the biggest problem is other than, you know, it just kind of dragging, they should have made the home life, heightened as well like basically like how 30 rock does it well right and it's like okay well everyone is heightened in some way right. and uh and no one's like 100 percent. it's not like tina fey or liz lemon is like eats like a fucking cone head and uh and you know it's fine like there'd be some like serious issues right. going it's cartoon on. logic yeah exactly so that's yeah. where it should have gone down yeah is more the cartoon logic because he he's made for that and so that's why it felt a little uncomfortable also to watch him just play like the straight man. It was he uh, and even Jan Hooks playing the little wife character. Mm -hmm. Kind of boring. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they weren't allowed. And, and it just feels like they were trying too hard to make that. Well, this is how they are in real life. And then here are the wacky sketch characters. And right. Mixing they, the two would be more fun. They, they should have uh, like had uh, they, they should have had other family members live with them that they all played like their parents oh, that could be fun and uh like he could have played an old man she could have played an old woman and uh and maybe they have their it, granted this would have been you know ridiculous production because they'd have to do like you know split screen shit sure. all the time but playing the kids uh, why not clifford exactly why not why mart why in the hell martin shore couldn't have played the the young son yeah, I mean, I understand logistically, but just sort of pie in the sky, that would be great. That would be fu hysterical. You know, I was just thinking, I remembered, so another show that's just like this, mm -hmm. uh, Mary Tyler Moore, after she had her sitcom, she came back to TV with a show just like this, where she plays a celebrity with a variety show, mm. but it's backstage at the variety show, but there are also sketches. It's her and Michael Keaton plays her agent. 
Whoa. The very young Michael Keaton. Because this wow. is like 79, 80. Holy shit. And I've seen part of that, and that does not work at all. The tone is all over the place. It doesn't make sense. Oh. And so maybe this kind of thing is harder to pull off. And I know it's been done well. Like, even um, Larry Sanders' show. Yeah. And that is, he's playing a real grounded character who also is doing this TV show where you'll see him in sketches and things. Yeah. I, I think what's great about that he's is... he's flawed. So he's I, more interesting to watch. Exactly. Like, that's where it, it carries it, where he's, like, trying to, you know, put on the face of, like, the host of a TV show. But backstage, he has all these neuroses and all these things right. going on. And, and that's why, like, you know, The Muppet Show works really well because right. you have all these really great characters. But it's mainly about the behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Right. And they're not... Other than, oh, we want to listen to what Liz Taylor's doing at home, they don't come across as people with deep flaws. And that would be no, fun. They're, yeah, they're, they're all, like, nice. They're all... Yeah. Like, I was kind of, ex again, expecting something, like, the other shoe to drop. It's like, okay, what is going on here other than just, like, wait, so you're telling me that Martin Short, Jan Hooks, and Andrea Martin, they're all just, like, really good friends. Everyone there is really nice and friendly to one another. The show evidently is, like, a hit. And... Right. They just have a nice life at home. There's no conflict. There's no conflict. And that's why the second episode works so much better than the first. Because there's conflict now. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're completely right. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, I definitely. Goddamn time. Yeah, we finally got one of these right. <laughs> it took us over 100-something episodes. God. But we finally got there. Well, then, uh, Trash Takeaway, what did you learn from watching this show? Oh, man. I don't know. It's like, I think that... Um, I. I I know our love and a lot of people's love for Martin Short um, goes a, a long way to where we would love to see him in anything and everything. Mm -hmm. And I, I think he really may be meant for just like very specific things. And, right. um, and I think he w does work best in a very cartoonish way. But then again, I mean, Only Murders in the Building, yeah, he's the most cartoonish one out of them. But it's still like a serious ish like like story mm -hmm. you know uh like i don't know i but, like him as an ensemble part of an ensemble yeah but i mean when he's by himself or or with just steve martin is like okay well he's just he just needs to just outwardly perform rather than trying to tell a story i don't know if he's like has the best people around to like tell the best story for him yeah you know what i'm talking about i i do like when it. it's when he's like driving it i'm like i don't know it I, I get it. I would love to see that, but it's just like, maybe that journalist was right. Well, I hope that's not what the rest of that, you took away. That's what it took away. What did, what did you take? Or what did you learn? Uh, well, I, I, I did learn that uh, maybe there can be such a thing as too much of a good thing. Mm. And maybe this is too much Martin Short at the center of the show. And uh, I mean, the sketches work because not only he's brilliant, but yeah. he's playing with very brilliant people. Right. In an ensemble. You know, what would have been interesting is if it was the Martin Short show, but he wasn't the star. Like, he was playing, the, like, the Steve Martin he's character. Like, like, he's the pompous idiot. Right. And everyone else has to deal with him. But it that's what's funny is, like, oh, it's the Martin Short show, but he's, like, not necessarily barely in it, but he's not main focus. Is, and he played that character in uh, the John Mulaney sitcom, didn't he? He's sort of the pompous boss. I think so, yeah. I never saw that show. I but... never saw that either. And like, it's just like, has a murderer's row of just like, incredible people behind it. And yeah. also, John OJ. Mul um, Wait, what? OJ. You said it, it's got a murderer's row. OJ is in it. Um, 
Jeffrey Dahmer. lady that murdered her baby and got away with it. Alien Warnos makes an appearance. Alien Warnos. Alien Warnos. James Cameron's Aliens Warnos. <laughs> it's some guy picking up a hooker, but it's a... <laughs> xenomorph. A xenomorph, yeah. And it starts to go down on him, and then the little head goes into his pee-pee. When xenomorphs take a leak, if they're a man... Do they pull out their dick and then a smaller dick comes out of the pee hole? Well, it's funny you say that because I have those posters of... Uh, oh, God, what? Remember I, I from the, oh, those... the Ghani posters? Yeah, Ghana has some very interesting poster art. If uh, you haven't seen it, Google it. Yeah, but the Boogie Nights one, for some reason... Boogie Nights. The Boogie Nights one, uh, they have xenomorphs in the background and they have dicks. All right, well, I did also learn that. That was my trash takeaway. Um, Would you recommend this? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's two episodes. It's a half hour. Also, what was kind of fun watching it, it the uploads have the original commercials. Oh, And that was yeah. fun to see. That was fun to see. Uh, evidently, uh, KFC uh, had rotisserie chicken. A whole rotisserie chicken you could buy. For and like, a whole apple pie. Yeah, for like 13 14 bucks. Cheaper than that. Yeah. It was eight thirty nine. No, no, that was Italian uh, Olive Garden. Oh, you're right. Where you're here, your family. Yeah. They didn't have that slogan back then. They didn't. And Aleve was just like starting out. Oh, yeah. They're announcing it like it's a new pain reliever. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of things that we saw and learned uh, from 1994. Making me feel old because that was almost 30 years ago. Well, that's the end of uh, our lives. Uh, but yeah, Martin Short, we love you. Uh, please come back to Austin, uh, oh where God. we're based, and do our show. Uh, don't listen to this episode, don't, though, don't, actually, because yeah. we did criticize some of what you did. But but also, we love you. Uh, it doesn't also, matter. Watch, you know how show business people are. Yeah. I mean, watch this. If you're a fan of Martin Short, watch oh, yeah, the definitely show. watch it. It's fun. It's on YouTube, two episodes. You can knock them out in less than an hour. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's some good, funny stuff of Martin Short and Steve Martin that you haven't seen, and Andrea Martin. A lot of Martins. Well, too many Martins. Yeah. Except... Oh, and uh, rest in peace to Jan Hooks. Oh, yeah. Love Jan Hooks. She was great. She was great, and I think she's underappreciated. Like, yeah. she's an M- MVP. Her, like, her on 30 Rock is one of the funniest performances oh, I've ever seen. Oh, it's the mashed potato, or, uh, or she's mushroom the, soup? Uh, Janet, uh, or Jane Krakowski's mother. <laughs> she's getting a boob lift, and uh, she only had enough money to get one done. She's waiting on the other one. And I won't repeat the joke, because I'm sure you've all heard it and seen it, but it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, We'll try to do more of these. I feel like it's been a minute since we've done the uh, TV sorry, show. Sorry, Keith. Uh, I know we've been keeping you waiting. He's not even still listening. Oh, he's listening. He's He's been asked, like, when are you going to do another Trash on the Tube? Wow. Please stop doing Trash Well, the okay, fan. they have twins, so he doesn't have much of a social life, so I assume <laughs> this is it. I bet he's talking to us right now into the speaker. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? That's Keith? Uh, Maybe. Jesus, that feels anti-Semitic. All right. Okay. Bad timing. All right, well, uh, good night, everybody. Good night. When the sun goes down, my clothes start looking finer. When the moon is round, my beauty blazes higher. Intro song, Too Easy, and outro song, Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets, as well as find their music wherever great music is sold. It's hiding.